I, he's racist, I'm racist, and if you're gonna take him down, take me down too. I feel yeah. like people pick and yeah. choose what celebrity they want to be like that Back. too. And then another one is doing way more foul shit. That's the issue. That's what needs to get canceled. That straight men think it's okay to do fuck shit like that. We utilize what we do as a team, as you know, what we learn in life to help each other grow. And shit like that all the time. And I can't stand it, man. But he says stuff like this all the time, which is also why I think there's so many people like him. No further questions, Your Honor. Because <laughs> <laughs> we'll go back and forth. I, just, I, cause just, I don't know. It's just the... For the Homos Talk Show. Hey, you already know who it be. It's your girl, Gary G. And I'm your boy, Atro Weeks Music, on everything. You got just Jeff from the Everything and Then Some podcast. Phoenix for coming through. Artist, host. You got Dorian for actor, model. Logically. From Brooklyn, you already know what it is. I'm coming from y'all live from Greensboro, North Carolina. Coming straight out of Cleveland. What's up, guys? How we doing? How we doing? How we doing? If you hear my voice and you know what that means, it's time for the Homos Talk Show. Again, week after week, we're here bringing you some hot new topics with our Homos tea, as well as topics to, you know, keep you informed of what we're doing. So um, anything LGBTQ up in the community that we want to bring to the light. So without further ado, y'all, we're going to uh, introduce ourselves. Of course, you know, I'm going to skip to myself last. So um, who, who we got in the building? Talk to me. You got just coming straight out of Cleveland from the Everything and Then Some podcast. <laughs> All right now, Jared, talk to me, bro. So I'm talking about thank you. Welcome back. Who else we got in the building? Talk to me. Phoenix coming through from Brooklyn. You already know what it is. Artist, host, a bunch of other things. I'm happy to be here. What's up, everybody? You know, just like that. All right, all right, all right. Talk to me, talk to me. Who else we got in the building? You got Dorian coming from y'all live from Greensboro, North Carolina, actor, model. Um, overall, Jack in the Box, remember to always stay lady 24-7, seven days out the week. All right now, stay lady. I like that. Uh, all right now, of course, in the building, talk to me, queen of our homeless talk show. See you. Talk to me, again. All right, you already know who it be. It's your girl, Gary G. You know, and I'm your boy at Troll Weeks Music on everything. And you are here now tuning in to the Homos Talk Show. And uh, to kick things off, you know, we're going to get things started with our Homos Tea. Uh, it's kind of uh, special for you guys because the Homos Tea is always podcast. It's never really seen. And this time doing things a little bit different. Um, I guess shout out to Aaron for, you know, being a mastermind of always trying to keep things hot and spicy. Um, so um, don't be nervous, guys. We are live, but you know we're gonna do it like we normally do. Um, and so, um, with a couple minutes to spare, let's do this. So, without further ado, we're gonna <laughs> kick things off with our homos tea and kick things over to Yuri with our first topic for homos tea today. So, I'll take it away, Yuri. And if you guys see me disappear, just know that I need to disappear to get to my notes for the show to keep it flowing. So, don't you know? I'm no, 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 no disrespect. I'm sorry, but that's today. It's gonna work that like that. Sorry. All right, Yuri. I'm sorry. All right, so let's go back. Let's, let's back things up. Backspace, delete that for a second, guys. And so our friends um, at LGBTQ, um, Najee, um, they posted these three statements on their Instagram, and so we're going to read it. Um, so the first one is this. Trans women don't owe you femininity. 
trans men don't owe you masculinity. Non-binary pe non people don't owe you androgyny. Um, and so basically, this is what they posted on their Instagram. Was, and, you know, basically, I'm um, talking about gender um, identity equaling gender expression. So, you know, I think that that's, thank you for bringing that to the forefront, Aaron. I think it's important that, you know, something that we, we, we just highlight, <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool um, checking it out. Um, you know, in this day and age that we're living in and the time that we're living in right now, I think it's important for people to um, feel like they're free to be who they are and they don't owe you nothing to be who they are. And so um, I think that, thank you for bringing that to the light of, um, if anybody's, if anybody don't have any like pressing that they want to talk about that, I just wanted to, we wanted to shout them out and bring it to the light. If anybody don't have anything pressing they want to say, we can keep things moving. Um, I just want to check in with you guys. You know, sometimes, you know, some topics touch people in different ways. Um, does anybody want to say anything on that before we keep it moving? No, I see you good. You're okay. Anybody else on the team? No? Okay. No? All right. No? Okay. Good. Awesome. So we can keep things moving right along. Uh, Yuri, with our, our, our actual our next topic, I'm homo to you. You can take it away. All right. We're going to go ahead and get into our first little piece of homo's tea. WLKY Louisville LGBTQ Louisville Music Community March for Breonna Taylor as protests continue more than 70 days. Um. So... When um, Aaron first heard our friend of the show, Matthew Blaze from um, Nigeria, mentioned the importance of connecting women's rights with LGBT rights to advance the causes in Nigeria, he wondered if one might dilute the other. But looking at this LGBT and Breonna Taylor movement in Louisville makes him wonder if the union of LGBT rights and Black Lives Matter might truly aid in the advancement of both causes in our United States. What do we think and why? And also noted in the article, you can't spell community without the unity. We're a family. We are a family now, said Hakeem Harvey. Okay, so me personally, I feel like um, our initial category is Black. All those subcategories shouldn't matter because at the end of the day, we're all Black and we all have those issues. Those subcategories are what complicates our Blackness. So um, I think that it's all about the unity and um, any and everything else shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter, period. Um, no matter your religion or how you feel, um, rights are rights. And, you know, everybody should have equal rights to them. So, yeah, um, I, I feel like, um, Jerry, you, you have something juicy. <laughs> so, um, something juicy this time? Um, I actually agree with you because I'm a black man first before you find out I'm a gay black man. So I don't really think that they need to be included with each other because if we keep it in 100 black as people, they don't even accept us being gay yet. So let's just stick to the Black Lives Matter and getting justice for Miss Taylor. And once we do that, we can start expanding to include everybody else. All right, and um, do you want to go back there? Um, yeah, should I mute that thing? Yeah, praise the Lord. It's muted. Okay, um, I mean, I pretty much feel the same way. Like, like he, uh, what's your name, Jerry? 
That's yeah. what it is. Praise God. Mm-hmm. I'm not good with names, so bear with me. But like Jerry <laughs> said, like, you know, I'm black before I'm gay. I, that's the color of my skin. That's the nature of my element. That's that's what I was raised. And I feel like we as a community need to do better with uplifting each other. We tear each other down. We're the first to tear each other down. And it's bad enough that the world and society always already tears down. Why do we have to keep to, why do we have to keep doing it to ourselves? So I feel like once we get to the root and learn to support each other and stop the violence against each other, then us in this community, the world itself can progress and move forward, you know, because with all the with the pandemic and all the calamity going on right now, this is the time for us to come together and unite as one. This is the time when we need to lean on each other, not deteriorate each other, not bring each other down. This is the time for us to unite. So yeah, I definitely agree with both of y'all. Team right, team right, team right. All right. So um, yeah, that was cute or whatever. Um, so Phoenix, I know that you have something. (laughs) Yeah, um, for me, it isn't as simple um as Jerry stated. I think that he makes a very valid point. Um, that our pain is the same when it comes to our skin complexion. But I believe a part of the reason that we are still stagnated is because we don't want to acknowledge that although we have a commonality, we do have different narratives. I think that it's important that we learn to create a tolerance for the LGBT community, even in areas that in places where people may not necessarily agree with the lifestyle. Tolerance does not mean I accept something. It means I respect you enough to treat you like a human being. Even if Ooh, I don't man. agree with the way that you live your life, that does not give me a, the, uh, the right to disrespect you. It doesn't give me the right to hurt you. It doesn't give me a right to put your life in danger, period. Um, I think as me being a black woman, um, being black, then being a black woman, and then being a queer, queer black woman, all three of those different things have different experiences. There are certain, certain some spaces where I'm treated a certain way just because I'm black. They don't care that I'm a woman. They don't care that I'm queer. They just don't like that I'm black. Then there are spaces that I'm treated lesser than because I'm a black woman, where my sexuality could not make a difference to people, and they would disrespect me because they just believe I'm lesser than them. And um, just in my experience, um, Black women, we are probably the most disregarded in a lot of situations. And it is no surprise. It's no surprise that trans Black women would be the most disregarded in the LGBT community. So even in in retrospect, subconsciously, um, the representative of a woman in every area is disrespected and not treated with the respect that she should. So I think we have to address the subcultures with sensitivity, but the bottom line is, is as a people, at the end of the day, we all have the narrative of knowing what it's like to be treated, mistreated because we are Black. And everything that happens after that only make, can make the situation you know, worse. So we have to kind of address it. And I think that's the problem with certain people who don't want to be unified is that they want to be acknowledged. They want their pain to be acknowledged. So we could save a lot of time if we just look to people who have these separate experiences and go, listen, I know that you're hurting. I'm sorry that that happened to you. I want to acknowledge the pain that you're in. Now that I've acknowledged the pain that you're in, can we now unify and move forward with the bigger goal? And I think if we start acknowledging people's individual pain, people will be a little bit more open to being unified. 
I totally, I totally, totally feel what you're saying, but I do have to um, interject just on one piece. Um, I feel like um, trans women, especially trans women of color, um, typically have it even harder than cisgendered women. Um, only because if you look at the employment rate and the death rate, um, it is substantially much higher than anybody else. Like, um, there are very few trans women who are professionally employed. There are very few trans women who make it at the age of 30. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think that's the only thing that I have to say about what you had to say, but I, I, it is hard for all of us as a community and some of us have it harder just because of these subcategories, which shouldn't matter. It should be about the Black Lives Matter movement and not about, oh, you're gay. So I don't want to support you. Right. I actually totally agree with you. I, I, get, I was trying to make an emphasis on that, um, just about the psychological effect. Because honestly, I feel like cis women are disregarded um, as cisgender women. And I believe psychologically because cisgender women are so disrespected trans women are even more disrespected because these are people who choose their own identity and they choose to be women so i feel like that's why trans women actually do get so much disrespect and i'm and and for all of the people we know about there are so many who have been brutally murdered and brutally assaulted that we don't even know about you know what i mean just because they're choosing their own gender so i think psychologically that's that's how bad we look at women that we even disrespect people and dishonor people who choose that gender because of our you know what i mean the you know, it's kind of like, a, I feel like a trifecta effect and trans women get the end of the domino. They get the backlash of all of the toxicity of it. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I'm just going to jump in there really fast. And I, I agree with all that you guys are saying. I feel like anytime uh, one thing is set out aside to be stood out, to make, you know, to be brought into the light, somebody's going to always try to bring it down by something else and try to find another way about what about this or what about that? So I feel like if we took the time to be like community, the word unity, and unite as one for the cause that we're fighting for in the moment, then I think that we will be able to be more unified as a people in general, because it allows us to, you know, hey, say, hey, we this, that, and that, stand together as one. This is awesome. Now, when they need you over here, you're like, all right, cool. I'm going to go over here and help you, because when I needed you to stand by my side, you were standing by my side, you know? So I feel like if we focus on the issue at hand versus trying to make all these sub-issues that, you know, come to light, focus on one thing. Stop the ADD America. Focus on what's right in front of you. Focus on that. And then after we do this as a people, boom, we move to the next thing. But we got to do one thing at a time. We can't be all over the place. Um, and so that's what I have to say about that, Miss Yuri G. Our next topic is we're going to talk about is Dolly Parton. And uh, she makes certain feelings known about Black Lives Matter. Uh, so Dolly also took the word Dixie off of one of her theme park rides after learning of its connection to the Confederacy. Think about that out loud. She said that the innocent ignorance is a real thing, and when you realize that something is a problem, you fix it. Erin believes that the statement speaks to the beautiful struggle of the diversity in our beautiful country. The question is this, is that is the responsibility of everyone who knows better to teach everyone else who doesn't know better? That's very important. And also, too, real fast, what is the best, um, what is the best way to help increase our universal knowledge of, to one another? Okay, so... Um, I'm back. Can you guys see me? Boom. Um, so now that we got that out of the way, I'm just going to give my two cents. And as I'm passing things around, you'll see me getting dressed. Don't worry. Um, so, you know, my two cents on this is 
I'm glad that people utilize their platform to stand up for what's right. She did what she had to do. And we didn't know these things until you find these things out and we do research, which is great. Um, and so putting it out there, and especially in a platform like this, it allows us to, you know, spread the word. I think it's important that each one teach one, and that's real life. Like, the only way for us to really know things in life is from learning from each other. Is what you learn from what this person learned, from what that person learned. We utilize what we do as a team, as, you know, what we learn in life to help each other grow. And I think that's important to, I always said that each one teach one. You know what I'm saying? So I, I shout out to her for that. Um, I'm always down with that. I think it's important. It is your right as a person, as an American, as a human being to pass on the knowledge, you know, to help other people. So um, I'm going to move things along. I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with Jerry on this one. Let's go to Jerry. Jerry, talk to me. Um, so before I say anything about the two questions to answer them, I, I wasn't here for her trying to put out there that, oh, well, I removed the Dixie from the name of my restaurant when I found out it had connections to the Confederate when her whole restaurant is a civil rights, I mean, a civil war theme. So that doesn't hold any weight for me because you still got the restaurant open. But that's neither here nor there. Each one, teach one is Talk about it. a real thing. It's definitely a real thing. Um, you know, you know better, you do better. So if you have the knowledge that somebody is looking for or the knowledge that you think somebody needs, it's your job because you know to tell them to educate them the problem is is a lot of people aren't receptive to it and the knowledge in this instance needs to be taught to people who are trying to be allies and or people who might be racist don't even realize it yet or they are racist and just don't give a fuck and it's kind of hard to teach those people those things until they're ready to receive them but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't stop trying. So that's that's all we can do. Is keep trying. Amen to that. Amen to that. I know. Um. So um. Um. Dorian, what about you? Talk to me. What do you feel about what happened with her? And you know, each one teach one. Give me your two cents on that. I'm not gonna slight Jerry in this topic of the conversation because he literally just fucking took the words out of my mouth. I was just about <laughs> to say. The babies, you can teach the babies, but if they're not receptive or if they don't want to receive the information that you're giving, it's, I mean, like you said, it's a, I say it's a waste of breath, but like you said, you just can't stop trying. Um, You got to keep pushing. You got to find out, find ways. I think that's, the, that's what we need to start working on, trying to find ways to reach out to these babies in a way that they understand. Sometimes people just don't understand what you're saying to them, you know? So I think if we, can find different routes to get the message across for people to want to receive it, then yeah, be better. But yeah, I'm not gonna like Jerry this entire conversation if he keep taking the words out of my mouth. I'm, I'm, not I'm lie. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we can keep the order of the, you know, of the answers. I'm just letting you know. Derek keep taking my answers, you know, we're gonna have to exit that the just live, means, you know. That just means great minds think alike. It's okay. You can you share know. the spotlight. Uh, nothing wrong with that. So um, thank you for that, Dorian. That was dope um, and lightful. Uh, talk to me, Miss Phoenix. Phoenix in your building. Talk to me. What do you think about all this? Um, I mean, I've, I've literally advocated most of my life for the concept of each one teach one. Um, and, you know, people kind of looked at me like I was crazy or like I guess it was an unbelievable concept. I think um, people who are, are resistant to learning things are not resistant because they don't want to know. I believe that a lot of people are um, built off of like a sheep kind of culture where when something is popular, 
or something is trending or everybody is doing it, then they want to do it. And so I think that um, just having a certain mindset, having a certain knowledge of yourself, knowledge of what's going on in the world, even now, more people are into it because Cardi B started advocating for politics and certain people started speaking out. And I think that that's where that that interesting conversation about people using their celebrity or their platform to influence people, it does matter. We want to say that these people aren't role models, but the reality is, is they have a power of influence over a lot of people. And a lot of people will do things if they say to do it. So um, if we are trying to do the right thing and we want to influence people, you know, to a certain extent, if we know a person has a power of influence, we have to at least ask them, are they willing to use their platform to influence people to make better decisions? Um, and to think differently. Um, and I also, for me personally, I like to inspire people to be self-sufficient. Like a lot of times I want to give people information, but I also tell them to go and look it up themselves. Like I think a lot of people just kind of take whatever people give them and they don't do any back research. Like we all have iPhones, we all, or if not an iPhone, we all have smartphones. You literally, like information is at your fingertips. We kind of just have to stimulate people to think for themselves. And I think that that's the start. Thank you for that feeling. All right, Miss Yuri, talk to us now. You mean give us your opinion? Talk to us, Miss Yuri Jean. What do you think about all this? Um, me, um, I feel like some people. Um, I, I think people are listening. I just think um, people in certain circumstances or situations are not going to be um, receptive because it's about their branding. Um, I know me personally, um, and that is no shade, um, I've been like, that's going to cost money for me to go get that, and this is part of my brand, and then I'm going to have to call, um, pay for a new branding or whatever, you know, because if you have your business branded that way, then after that, it's like, um, once you remove that, now you have to brand that business, and that's an extra fee because it's, it's like almost becoming another entity instead of what you were branded as. And so um, I've I probably been like, I hope y'all understand, but um, it's standing <laughs> because I'm not paying out no extra money to change logos. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not about to go and change logos. I'm not about to change catchphrases. That's been, like my food good enough that you're going to still fuck with it. These roller coasters are fun enough that you're still going to ride them. Um, you know that I'm not racist because I'm going to speak a, a, about any hoe that tried. So just understand it's, it, it, it's not the meaning that, that, that some of those races might be going for. And if they come to my park and feel some kind of way or whatever, I'm going to check them on site. They would just have part of the brand. But... Um, I, I feel like um, Dorian got some um, some shit that he want to let off his chest or whatever, trying to interrupt me during my little piece. So um, <laughs> I'm no, I didn't have nothing to say. I just what it, I don't know. It sound like I don't want to say that you said you wouldn't change stuff, but what's wrong with changing stuff here and there? Like I feel like the fear of you changing stuff is what you're pretty much saying. Um, Yuri, you said a lot of things that you would not change because it, it, it seems 
it sound, it seems like I don't know. You don't want to put in the time and the work, the extra work. You you content to where you at, and that's what's wrong with society. We get content and complacent of where we at, and what we what we have done so far, thus far. That you just said you wouldn't change nothing, but why? Good call. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you spent money to to build this this stuff for you to then realize later that. I'm not saying you change the whole, I'm not saying the, I'm not saying you change the But if you feel that it will affect the community in a positive way, then why why not go why not go into the investment? No further questions, Your Honor. Because <laughs> <laughs> we'll go back and forth. I just, I, just, I don't know. Just the, the, I feel like if you're gonna go through all that trouble to just, to just start something. I mean, new is always good, but there's always room for improvement of the old. Like that was your stomach grounds, and that's what that's what started your business, and that's what that's your money maker. I feel like I'm gonna invest. To change, if I feel like it's going to impact society, because I'm going to I'm going to reap the the benefits later in a positive way. Well, Yuri, I think I'm sorry. Keep going. Now keep going. Yuri, I believe, like honestly, a lot of some things are about race, but a lot of things just come back to the green. It's not black and white. So I feel like Yuri's perspective. Not that I'm I'm making you know a valid reason for it, but I think her statement comes from analytics. If I have an amusement park that black people don't come to anyway, that black people don't frequent, that I know my demographic, 85 to 90 percent of my visitors are white people or white southerners, even if I don't necessarily agree with it, for me to spend millions of dollars to change my whole brand would be that I'm really trying to attract a black demographic or black people by changing that. So if she feels like it's not really going to make a difference in attracting a certain demographic to, you know, Dolly Parton is a white country singer, then she's not going to go through all of that trouble. She's going to take down the most immediate, the the Dixie uh, sign, and then everything else is going to be like, well, oh, well. That's why I say she don't get, she don't get no, Browning points for saying she removed a name like she kept yes. everything else exactly the same so it's just she just did that because she wants the black people in there spending some money right and, and, and we still not coming she could have kept it up there this one that was about to be my next point it was at, with the purpose change it was just null and void Okay, Logic, go ahead and give us a little piece. Am I allowed to? Yes, go ahead. Um, so I, of course, <laughs> I have a contrasting opinion. I, I don't, I think, I think it is, um, and, and I guess it kind of ties into, I think, what I think we're going to talk about later, and it's kind of like cancel culture and all of those things. I think we are um, to assume uh, that Dolly Parton, that, to assume her motive and her intention um, automatically, I just think it's not okay. You know, she doesn't, honestly, she didn't have to change anything. And I think that Dolly Parton also knows that 
her changing the name or any of that is not gonna attract her. Or I don't feel like it's gonna make, I don't feel like she thinks that it'll make a difference either way. I think that she may have truly felt like, like for instance, the Dixie Chicks changed their name from the Dixie Chicks to the Chicks. Um, regardless their music was gonna sell, regardless they were gonna be the Chicks, they changed the name because of what Dixie represented. And I, 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 don't, I don't know, I don't feel like Dolly Parton has always been a person who in the past, in several different ways, in several different avenues, when something has been brought to her attention, even things that haven't been necessarily brought to her attention, she's tried to be an advocate, she's tried to be an ally um, for LGBTQ folks, for black and brown folks, um, in, in, a, in a genre of music that has historically been uh, racist in some ways, Dolly Parton has honestly been one of the most vocal folks in country music when it comes to, to race. And so I think to kind of discount her and say, oh, Dolly's just doing this to get money in that purpose. But I don't, I don't know if that's okay because I, I, I feel like we're constantly doing this to all white folks, you know, when they anything that seems kind of like progressive. And I, and I think that's a little bit problematic because I get it and I get that we're not tolerating, you know, we're not tolerating tolerance. We're not tolerating, you know, whatever. But I also think allies matter, you know, and so yes. I, I really don't want us to get to a place as like black folk where anytime a white person does something, it's just not enough. And, and it's just, and they're just, no, they're doing this. And we assume all of their intentions are whatever because we will lose people that way. I don't think that we'll lose them in the sense of they'll no longer be willing to like love on us or try to support us, but they will go into silence. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's okay to say, well, can you do it this way? Or let's talk about a better way for you to support me less. But, but to kind of like cancel them the way that I see that we're doing in ways, I, I think that's dangerous because when they go into silence, what we do is we say, oh, well, they just, well, listen, like, some of these white folk is trying, and racism, as much as we know, is a, it's been around, it's been around since it's been around. It is not an easy thing for anybody to get over, especially white folk. And, and yes, it's not up, it, we're not, we should not be trying to, how do I explain this? We are the subjects of racism, I get that. But I also think that we can't expect, <laughs> like, we have to kind of like try to help these people through, y'all. We can't just counsel them so, like, you know. We have to teach them. Yeah, we have we to have teach to, like, them. Show folk, you know, and I know that it's hard. You know, I know that it's hard, but, but, but I think we have to do that. I feel like the same way when it comes to LGBTQ issues. We're so easy to kind of just say, it's not my responsibility to do it, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but, but when it, but, but, but we, we're, Perfect example, I'm trying to think of. There are folks that I know say the exact same thing about white people. There are gay people I know, right? That say, this, like, well, it's not my responsibility to teach white folk how to do X, Y, Z. But when it comes to LGBT issues, you don't have the same mindset, you know, and vice versa. So I think we have to re really be consistent with like our message and how we want to get through all of these challenges of oppression because education matters. And if we just constantly just say, I'm unwilling to educate, I'm unwilling to teach, I'm unwilling to hear you, I'm unwilling to do any of these things, you just have to get it today. Or if you don't get it, fuck you. You know, like, that's not gonna, we're not gonna go anywhere. Like, we're just gonna be stuck in the same cycle 
you know, I don't know. That's just, that's just that's a, it's, no, those are really great points. And it, it reminds me of something Kiki Palmer said, where she said the same way that we're, we're unlearning that we don't deserve the treatment that we've been given all this time is the same way they're unlearning their entitlement. Right. They're, they're still unlearning their entitlement. So sometimes they're walking in entitlement subconsciously. And so you have to be patient because the ones that are allies, they're willing, they're like, oh, I, that, oh, that's offensive. Yeah. I actually just met a designer, right? And she's make, she, I don't want to say her name, but she's, make, she's making some underwear and it was saying the black woman is God. And she was looking for models, right? And so when she explained it, I didn't feel an inappropriate energy from her ad. But I hit her back a couple of days ago and she said, oh, well, I received some business um, advice and I'm going to redraft the idea. And I instantly knew why she said that. I said, someone had a conversation with her about cultural appropriation. And so now she's like, oh, I need to be sensitive. If I'm going to do these underwear, I have to be really delicate about how I approach the African-American community with this underwear because I'm not making a mockery of it. I'm actually trying to honor it. So I said to her, send me a pair and I will anonymously do some photos in them and I will just say that they were made for me because now it makes it personal versus you trying to market it or you trying to make money off of it. And she was like, sure, I'll ship you a pair right now. (laughs) So I knew her intentions were pure because yeah. it wasn't about her trying to just market off a of black culture. I believe a part of her really believes there is something divine about a black woman. And I agree with her. Yeah. So yes, let me don't run away. Yeah. I, I, and I, that to me makes perfect sense. And I think I, I, we got to lo- really look at how racism is, a, is that's a, that's a hard ass thing for anybody to get through, get over, talk about, challenge. It is not gonna be easy for these. For- Privilege is so deep, <laughs> it runs so deep that I honestly believe, like not believe, I know there are white folk in my life that just truly do not, un- they don't understand like the simplest levels of privilege, they don't get it. And, and there's a true genuine shock and amazement when when you talk back to them and say, you know, I can't do that, right? And you can do that. Something very simple, like I can't move that paper, but <laughs> but you can. You know what I'm saying? And they're they're truly shocked by that. And I think we have to really we have to be patient, and we have to look at it through that lens and say, this is something that is hard as fuck. Oh oh yeah, y'all got. It. thank you um well we're gonna get to our next little piece of business um it is showbiz cheat sheet dave Chappelle was criticized for bringing out a disgraced comedian at a recent comedy show um the degrade the disgraced comedian um that dave Chappelle brought out on stage is louis ck who did some very offensive things to women. When should a celebrity be canceled? <laughs> what should a canceled celebrity do to be uncanceled? And should we guilt by association to cancel other celebrities? And why is it right or wrong? Um, I, I, I feel like um, you should not be supporting anybody um, who is doing anything that's damaging to anyone or any culture. 
um, that makes it seems like that you're in agreement. Um, you saying, you, you bringing them out is like, I think the same way and I'm going to sit here and uplift my brother. Um, I think that if you've done something that this tasteful, um, you solo um, come out and, you know, announce it and address it, but you shouldn't come on anybody else's platform because that's you tainting them or whatever. You should have your own platform to clear things up um, do your own work or whatever for a while and maybe do some, you know, collabs with other people, but not not addressing the issue and coming straight out, it seems like, oh, um, I, he's racist, I'm racist, and if you're going to take him down, take me down too. So um, it's like you're going to lose all of the, the Dave Chappelle funny moments if you take him down because I think the same way like him. So I think I think it's distasteful. I I I I've, I've seen Dave Chappelle support a lot of stuff that I don't agree with. Like he says that he supports the trans community, but the trans community is always the butt of the joke, or whatever. It's always about how oh this girl, but she was hard. She was a tranny. She was a drag queen. It's always a twist in where the drag and trans is the kiki of the joke. Or whatever. So like I don't I don't like it. Um but um I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead to you Lodge. What do you think? Come back to me. Okay. <laughs> well I, I guess I'll go to Jerry. I was really looking You gotta to go to me. Oh, okay. Well well no, I'm gonna let I, I call Jerry. I'm gonna go ahead and let Jerry get his moment unless he need a time to think too. No, I I'm ready. So um, first off, what's up, Logic? Hi. I always like when you come on and you debate and stuff, you give us a nice, interesting point of view. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but my thing with cancel culture is it doesn't do anything to fix the problem. Like you're upset with Dave Chappelle because he brought a man on the show or we actually, they don't even know if he performed or anything yet. He could just been in the audience. Dave Chappelle has been said that, hey, that's my friend. We've been friends. And now they want to cancel Dave Chappelle. And it's just like, well, what about the issue at hand where y'all was upset that oh boy was doing foul shit to women, like masturbating behind their back and stuff? That's the issue. That's what needs to get canceled, that straight men think it's okay to do fuck shit like that. That's what needs to get canceled, not Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle because his friend was on his show. That it, it just, it doesn't make sense. So cancel culture needs to be more of an educational uh, culture where they need to explain the problem, teach people how not to do it and things like that instead of just, yeah, we don't fuck with what you did so you cancel and they can still do what they've been doing just out of the light. Stories. All right, Phoenix. Um, I need I need you to come with something. Um, cause <laughs> right right now I feel like I got a lot to say, and I just I, I hope <laughs> I'm just I'm really just annoyed with with all of these different subcultures, fake like things. It's very particular. I feel like it's very petty. I feel yeah. like people pick and yeah. choose what celebrity they want to be like that Back. to. And then another one is doing way more foul shit and we're yeah. overlooking it and we're looking past it because we like them or we think they're cute yeah. or they got some quality about them that we admire or we lack within ourselves that we vicariously live through them. It's very, it's very 
sectional and it's very particular. And my thing is, is what's good for the goose is good for the gander. So what we're not going to do is be particular about who we choose for, for this particular situation, but not this one. At the end of the day, I know a lot of people who hang out with people that I don't necessarily agree with their lifestyle. I don't hold the person that I know totally uh, in, in contempt for the person they choose to be around because people move with certain people for certain reasons. At the end of the day, you don't get to just pick people randomly and just cancel them. I think it's stupid because at the end of the day, you're going to cancel so many people, ain't going to be nobody left. You have your people that you like. You have your people that you don't like. If you don't choose the way somebody speaks or the way they move or what their art form is, if you don't agree with it, that's fine. But to create these, like it goes back to what I said earlier. Everything is just a trend. Because half of the people that are going along with these cultures are not even educated on why they feel the way they feel. They just saw somebody else say it. And so they jumping on the bandwagon. And what I cannot take, really, it's not cancel culture. It's bandwagon culture. And the worst thing you could be in this world is a follower. The worst thing you could be in, the, in this world is a follower. Like, I need people to want to have their own mind, base their own opinions, educate themselves, go to Google, to act Siri. Like, you ain't even got to, like, act Siri. You know what I mean? Like, at this point, whatever little glimmer of hope that I could give you as far as you just being self-sufficient and really learning how to, you know what it is? So critical thinking. I realize how important that is when you learn that in school, like, English, critical thinking, being able to read something. A lot of times I'll say something and people will totally take it out of context. And I'm like, you didn't even really read this. You just looked at, you kind of pan through it and you base some random opinion like people are not making educated decisions or, or like really comprehending what's happening around them and i can't take it i'm i'm annoyed yes oh my god you it it you that's it that's all the time um so um dorian you want to go ahead and shoot your piece go ahead the logic please I want to see this banter that he just did. <laughs> I'm not. I, I lived for Phoenix's response. Like I thought it was so on point. I think that cancel culture, cancel culture has gotten way out of hand, and I think it's actually detrimental to everything that we got, you know, going on right now. I think that we have canceled so many people. Um, but I want to go back to the topic at hand, though, and I, I do think they, they, I, I think Dave Chappelle is, is an interesting topic though. And I think the reason why Dave Chappelle when it comes to counterculture is a little bit different than everybody else in this particular situation is because Dave Chappelle himself has a history of um, problematic things. And I feel like um, he's an example of somebody who has not been counseled. Dave Chappelle, even though people have tried to kind of counsel or come at Dave Chappelle or or hold Dave Chappelle because there's a difference between being between canceling somebody and holding somebody accountable. And I do think that there have been multiple times where folks have said, "Hey, Dave, that wasn't okay. I mean, can you walk that back? Can we have, a, or can you see how this made me feel?" Or I feel like all of these things have happened with Dave Chappelle over a number of different issues, and Dave Chappelle has kind of been like. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't. And so while I appreciate that, I love a transparent person. I love a real ass bitch. I love that. And I appreciate that about Dave. However, I feel like 
when you've done this so many times and you, and you've kind of shown that I'm funny as fuck, I'm I, I'm 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 but I'm also problematic as fuck, you know. And I invited another problematic person on my show. Then I think that that's I think that having the conversation about all right, Dave, you're you're trying it at this point. Like you're problematic as fuck. We love you, and we've kind of like excused it over and over again because you're funny and because we like you and because we didn't want to be like oh we're not going to cancel every black man we're not going to do that to Dave Chappelle no but you also invited another problematic person on your show like I'm going to be problematic and then I'm going to get all of my problematic friends to be problematic with me you know and it's like no now we got to actually have a conversation Dave you know that's my only thing about Dave Chappelle but as far as cancel culture as in general, I think it's way too, it's just, it's petty. It's everything. I'm sensitive about everything. And I feel like we as human beings, we all have things that, are, that touch us and that make us feel away. And I, there's no way possible that we're going to be in a society where we are all, you know, safe from things that Thank you. us and things that make us feel some type of way. It's just not possible. We're going to end up in some Black Mirror type of society where we, there's, it's not possible. You know, it's like, we, it's like we'll no longer be able to have emotion, feelings, conversations. Like, we'll have an empty world, you know? So, and, and what's crazy is I think that we're, we're, we're getting closer to something like that. You know, when I think of a Donald Trump presidency, when I think of everything that's happening in our society now, we're really getting to a point where it's dangerous. And I really think that these conversations have really need to be more than just us talking about this like this. And we really need to slow the fuck down and realize that this censorship that we're doing is going to a whole nother level. And I think that we're gonna find out while bitches that screaming for, oh, I need, I, I'm, you know, whatever. When you can't say how you feel, then you're going to have a problem. When everything that you say becomes censored, you're going to have a problem. So I don't know. So what I feel like what you're saying is um, us pushing for cancellation is also pushing for um, the, the loss of freedom of speech. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Which is crazy, which is ironic, because Donald Trump says shit like that all the time. And I can't stand that man. But he says stuff like this all the time, which is also why I think there's so many people like him. Me too. I think that's exactly why people like him. I think that, like I was talking about people vicariously living through people. Yeah. Um, because I feel like I attract a lot of energy like that around me because I'm very outspoken. I think a lot of people like me because I'm willing to say the things they're uncomfortable saying because they don't want to be disliked by people. And mm. I don't care about being disliked. If I, if I feel like I'm standing in my truth and that is my truth, then I'm okay with nobody agreeing with me as long as it's real to me. So I think that's why people like Trump, as ignorant as he is. <laughs> yeah. But people are ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Okie doke. Um, well, that, that that was our first little section of the show. We're going to do a real nice recap. <laughs> okay, so um, 
WLKY Louisville LGBTQ Louisville Music Community March for Breonna Taylor as protests continue more than 70 days. Um, when Aaron first heard our friend of the show, Matthew Blaze from Nigeria, mentioned the importance of connecting women's rights with LGBT rights to advance the cause in Nigeria, he wondered if one might dilute the other. But looking at this LGBT and Breonna Taylor movement in Louisville makes him wonder if the union of LGBT rights and Black Lives Matter might truly aid in the advancement of both causes if, um, in our United States. What do we think? Okay, our next piece was CNN Dolly Parton makes her feelings known on Black Lives Matter. Um, Dolly also took the word Dixie off one of her theme park rides after learning of its connection to the Confederacy. She said that innocent ignorance is a real thing, and when you realize that something is a problem, you fix it. Aaron believes that statement speaks to the beautiful struggle of the diversity in our beautiful country. The question is, is it the responsibility of everyone who knows better to teach everyone else who doesn't know better? What is the best way to help increase our universal knowledge of each other? And our last piece in our first segment is Dave Chappelle criticized for bringing out a disgraced comedian at a recent comedy show. The, disgrace, the, the disgraced comedian that Dave Chappelle brought on stage is Louis C.K., who did some very offensive things to women. When should a celebrity be canceled? What should um, a canceled celebrity do to be uncanceled? And should we guilt by association cancel other celebrities? And why is it right or wrong? All right, so um, that was our recap of our first little piece. Um, we're gonna go ahead and get on into the meat of things. Um, uh, 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 and it's the homos do you want to get serious? 